Peculiar Objects Season 2 is inspired by the teen horror films of the 1980s that our parents definitely should have been more aware that we were watching. It will never include any kind of sexual violence, but may contain references to alcohol, drugs, and addiction, child endangerment, and body horror that some may find upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Peculiar Objects, the only 80s podcast that enjoys the movie Xanadu unironically. I am one of the nine muses of Olympus and host Nigel Collins. With me are three people that guiltlessly enjoy a guilty pleasure. I am Chewbacca's masturbating grandfather from Jesus. long forgotten and uh, much derived Christmas <laughs> special, Anthony Moore, and I am playing Kit Russell, teenage detective and reporter. I am your uh, increasingly indefensible series of heavily misogynistic uh private eye novels featuring a wizard who uh gets his ass kicked and or saved by a woman at least once a book so you feel a little better about it it's still not great uh anyway uh i am casey hills and i am playing jubilee reynard de soto and also for the record i was so into xanadu that i transcribed the lyrics to the namesake song in tangwar while uh, standing at my cooler full of flowers in costume. Nice. I want to know <laughs> what all that meant, but I just, I'm, I just don't. <laughs> uh, Tenguar was the the Elvish alphabet most commonly associated with Lord of the Rings. Mm. It's linguistic nerd stuff. You're you're cooler for not knowing, really. <laughs> okay. Well, I who who are you, yeah, cool person? I Tell us your secret identity. Off brand bag of cheetos from that shady convenience store down the street uh, steve yeah. mims so good playing jamal king yeah but you know that off-brand cheetos taste a thousand times better than normal cheetos oh yeah they really absolutely do. i love off-brand cheetos the more off-brand it is the better and on that cheesy note, uh, this is Peculiar Objects. This is a Kids on Bikes podcast where we recreate all your favorite 80s horror films. Movies such as The Blob, mm -hmm. uh, The Fog, The Thing, The Evil Dead, The The, I'm not sure. Um, you know, The Noun, uh, Ghoulies, actually. Uh, Casey, Ugh. I attempted to watch this movie. It's a bad movie. Bro, I just got into the intro and the credits. And like I was, don't don't be high and watch Goldies. That's my recommendation. Because <laughs> I was like, I'll be safe. I'll be okay to like jump in on this. What's the, what's the worst that can happen? And then there's a fucking green eyed wizard, which sounds like a compliment, yep. and it's not. And like <laughs> they like legit. I didn't even know it. They like they tried killing a baby, and I was like, hey, I am rambling on. Uh. But who is not talking currently is my friends, Anthony, Casey, and Steve. Uh, they Hi. are rocking turtle shell backpacks uh, yeah. in the year 1980X. They'll be riding their totally rad BMX bikes through the 80s nostalgia-fueled adventure in this hidden Alaskan Adia port town. Like I said, I'm Nigel Collins. I am the GM. I'm the host storyteller. I am here to guide these three through the journey into this madness and macabre that is Spencer's Folly. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, madness and macabre of sleepovers and uh, kind of eavesdropping, if I remember from last week. 
Now, Nigel, I know this is the part of the show where I ordinarily um, spool up the recap on the spindle there, mm-hmm. but you got to talking about cheesy stuff, and it just... I, I really think we should eat these omelettes du fromage while they're Ooh. hot. I don't think it would be prudent to let them go to waste. What do you, what do you want in yours? You want some shallots? You know what? You I, some... I, I just, I'll go uh, a la Popeye. Let's get some spinach up in there and... Uh... Okay. Some... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant Popeyes no. chicken and oh spinach. Oh my god, yes. Put an entire and a promise of a hamburger on Tuesday. Okay, fair enough. I'll make it so. Previously on Peculiar Objects. I mean, we've been arrested together. We're a freaking group. We are on a quest. I think d and is stupid. You might want to put your brass knuckles on and throw some salt over your shoulder. I would like to fuck around and find out. I look for a buxom police officer. But you see further down the road a pickup truck with its lights on and the doors open. There are legs hanging out of the truck like the bed and then the glass is smashed on the other side we have an obligation don't we yep and uh the fence on the top is soaked with blood and dripping down on your side you actually see uh like hand marks like have touched the top of the fence and have climbed over to your side of the fence and i'm making potatoes and i i know i'm not a pope what's a pope to a king to leave it again, Vimy. Chapter 17. Sign on the dotted line. Spencer's Folly, a few years ago. Pastor McCauley had lived in Spencer's Folly most of his adult life. His wife was born out here, and she always wanted to be closer to her ill mother. They raise their four children out here. Well, and it's a fine place to raise one's family, but Pastor McCauley never felt at home with most of the town. Even as the owner of the Twin Hills Churchyard, Pastor McCauley never had a large congregation, maybe a dozen or so, of truly loyal members. But it was a fine house of the Lord in its prime. It was a pillar of the community, and it helped many families dealing with the loss of a child. The church stood tall overlooking the town of Spencer's Folly for the past 40 years or so. Tall, but rickety. The wood framing was warped from the hard weather. The rafters would creak on windy days and sometimes on peaceful days. The bell tower had practically rusted out, and the stream out back had dried up in the last year. Pastor McCauley had been struggling for years with the upkeep and the mortgage. The passing of his wife his children growing up and moving away, and the falling out with his best friend, Gordy Jordan. He felt like what many of the townsfolks would mutter under their breaths and behind closed doors about Pastor McCauley. A stranger. Pastor McCauley prayed, asked for a sign, asked God which direction he wanted him to go to spread his word. It came in the form of a letter that was hidden in a pile of past due bills he received one day. The yellow envelope had an odd, waxy texture to it, with a simple statement on the outside. No return address, no stamp. Just the word, IKEA, 
in dark purple lettering. The message was short and to the point. They wanted to buy the building. Pastor McCauley had heard the rumors floating around town about a few other businesses given a similar proposal. He'd even heard the Four Corners might be selling soon, but his was a bold agreement to say the least. It had two checks in the envelope. One for almost double what the building was worth, and a second bonus check if he were to sign the dotted line and leave by the end of the month. Pastor McCauley had even gone down and spoke to the bank about it, but it seemed they had already known he was going to be coming and confirmed the offer was very real and that a few businesses had already cashed their checks. Sometimes God works in mysterious ways and sometimes God hands you a small fortune to spread his word. He signed the agreement, drove to each of the members' houses to inform them of what was happening and the mission that he was now on. He had the church cleared out by the end of the week. It was on the day he was leaving town for good that really broke his heart. He decided to drive by the church one final time to say goodbye when he saw it. A chain-link fence surrounding a demolished, messy pile. The fence, the rafters, the bell tower stacked in a broken heap as they began pouring the foundation. A large sign was posted outside the fence. A picture of a happy family smiling and the words, Coming soon. Moosewood Falls. We bring you guys back to Spencer's Folly. Uh, it is Thursday, the 12th currently, as it were. Uh, and we got DeSoto and... KR enjoying uh, a sleepover and one Jamal heading back home actually. So uh, I need uh, uh, DeSoto and KR uh, pull out your 20s. I'm just going to have you guys roll to see how much you enjoyed your slumber party. Aww. You mean Phony and I are literally rolling for how much we enjoy each other's company? Yep. Wow. Aww. And I wasn't invited. I mean I understand why but wow. Well, you know, you got plans for Friday dinner, so don't worry. Fair enough. You know, here's the thing: you you gotta you gotta you gotta reach out to have your hand grasped, Steve, right? Or to I'm touch faith, mm. as the case may be. All right, that is a Girl seventeen. Brilliant. Okay, great. Phony, our friendship <laughs> is so pure and strong, despite the stresses that the past year and its many challenges have placed before us. So, uh, as you guys have rolled out, uh, it turns out, DeSoto, uh, you don't really bring people home, and, like, this was actually no. kind of surprising and refreshing to actually have someone you consider a friend to come over, and KR, actually, man, like, this is just nice to kind of have a normalcy about it. Uh, so congratulations. Uh, DeSoto, uh, where are you guys setting up, uh, to sleep, uh, for tonight? So, uh, we do have a guest room at, um, at Maison de Soto, but things have been weird, and I figure it's probably safer mm -hmm. if we just stay together. Um, so, we 
I, I don't think I don't think DeSoto is quite comfortable with KR enough yet to say, hey, let's let's hang out in my room. Uh, the room is a very sacred, very private space. So they, I think, camp out in the just sort of the main den living room, mm-hmm. uh, which is kitchen adjacent for snack opportunities. Oh, perfect. Uh, actually, uh, of that, you guys uh, can roll me a brain of seven. Yes, sir. Out of 15. Uh, that is a 12 on my 12. I'm going to explode that and well see what kind of bomb-ass snacks I make for my guest. That's a 16. Great. Um, actually, then, DeSoto, you uh, and KR actually kind of wake up similarly, but uh, yep. you immediately recognize uh, that your mother is cooking in the kitchen, and it's one of your favorite meals. KR. KR. I don't want to alarm you. But my mother is making Monte Cristo's Auremi. Who the fuck's a Monte Cristo? Oh, my friend. Oh, my friend. You have such an experience ahead of you. As KR says that, uh, your mom comes walking in uh, holding two plates of Monte Cristo. Bonjour, maman. Bonjour, my love. Uh, Maman, I don't know if you have uh, formally met. This is my... And this is a very important moment, and I am not playing it Mm -hmm. for laughs. DeSoto looks over to KR and like, you know what, Phony? Roll me, roll me a brains real quick. Ooh, I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, Brilliant. fuck! Uh, so, because Casey took the reins, I'm okay. gonna have uh, Casey give uh, Anthony one of your crunchy points. <laughs> okay, here, Phony. Phony. Yet again, you take advantage of the hospitality I love to provide. Uh, KR is so distracted <laughs> by the smell that he, he isn't able to take anything in Joking. quite right. Just because the last time I get to your house, you lost your job. And the time before that, I went to your house and your hot water heater broke doesn't mean that I'm some sort of <laughs> plague or curse upon your household. No, no, certainly. Correlation does not equal causation in any way. And the fact that I have yet to reinvite you to my home in the intervening time bears nothing at all on the topic. DeSoto's mother's confused because you two are just standing there. <laughs> no, okay. We hit pause. It's a cutscene. Okay, anyway, um, and I mean, DeSoto very sincerely, and, like, if Phony had rolled mm-hmm. better, KR would notice, like, an openness and unguardedness in DeSoto's eyes that had never really mm-hmm. been there before. And he says, Maman, this is my friend, uh, KR, but as it stands, uh, apparently KR is just, like, too fucking sleepy and too fucking focused on delicious grilled sandwiches to um, notice, which is She, fair. uh, she looks at you and she goes, I'm very excited to meet your friend. Memo, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's like, I got, uh, fresh, uh, fresh squeeze, uh, juice, uh, in the kitchen if you boys want to follow me in. Oh, outstanding. Uh, KR, shall we adjoin to the breakfast nook? Sure. So, one thing, KR has considered uh, DeSoto his friend. Uh, they're just not close. Like, they're guys. Oh, okay. They, they, he's, you know, DeSoto's always been KR's guy. Like, like there is that friendship mm-hmm. attached to it. Right. Uh, in fact, when, when Steve and I rolled up to the police station, both of us, like, we gotta save our friend. We gotta do that. So, I think... Mm-hmm. Uh, DeSoto's putting a lot more on this than, than 
KR even realizes or thinks to realize. So he's just like, when he's like, yeah, this is, this is my friend. KR's like, yeah, mm. sure. Yeah, that's right. We're friends. I don't need to. Wait, you, Thony, do you mean to tell me that it's really easy for one party to accidentally put way more emotional weight on an interaction than was actually intended by the other party to wildly misunderstand the interaction and to, and to be hurt and confused about the state of their relationship afterward? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, you both go to the kitchen to enjoy your breakfast. Uh, we'll kick back over to, uh, Jamal actually. Jamal, you kind of had, like, a pretty rough night, actually, um, and I need yeah, I you, Jamal, uh, to roll me, uh, a brains of three to see how well you got back into your house. Is my brains ten or twelve? I don't know it what is my ten. she is. Okay. Your brains is ten. And somewhere Jamal is feeling left out. <laughs> Oh, he senses the the motherly charm of Rimi. Uh, I rolled an eight. Perfect. Um, so you're able to uh, escape the police after attacking uh, the neighbor, and uh, you managed to. Whoa! Uh, I did not attack the neighbor. Well, yeah, yeah after trespassing on the neighbor's uh, backyard fair. and scaring an old woman, you were able to uh, slip out the other side as the cops were concerned with this one person. You made it back to the house um, just to find your dad asleep uh, with the TV kind of on static. Uh, he's still holding his beer and he's just kind of drifting. What time is it? You got back uh, a little closer to one just because of all of the activity, so... <clears throat> um I I grabbed the little blanket we have on our couch mm-hmm. and I put it over his face and then I grabbed the remote and mm-hmm. then I change it to the station that's playing the patriotic music because there's no programming and I turn the volume up. Oh sure. Um and then I go upstairs Mm-hmm. Or I don't, do we have an upstairs? We have an upstairs. You have an upstairs. And go to my room and I close the door and I like panic scream for what just happened. Okay. Um, in the midst of, uh, just your panic, uh, like it's it, like the, the weight of everything that kind of happened is like just kind of lulling you asleep. Not in a, in at all a comfortable way, just enough to where like, you, you utilize so much energy just to get home. Uh, it's, it was a long night anyways with the D&D and all the information that's been tossed at you uh, that you kind of just pass out on your bed. Like, without a care in the world. Um, only to wake up to have a small blanket thrown at your head. No, ah, Remy, what? Yes, hi. Oh, it's you. Um, <laughs> you see your dad standing uh, in your doorway. Can I help you? He just uh, barks out. I'm heading to work. Uh, I guess your school's got canceled today. Um, you be safe, though, all right? Are you going to tell me why it got canceled? Uh, Something about... Um, I guess one of your teachers... Uh, I guess something bad happened last night. They didn't really get into the details on the, nude bro- on the news broadcast, but... 
They're having it to where today uh, you guys aren't going to school. Good talk, Dad. I will be safe. Okay. Uh, I'm here if you need me. Uh, he kind of just nods at you. Hey, Dad, wait. Wait a second, Dad. There is something I want to talk to you about. Yeah. You know Remy, right? Remy DeSoto. Damn it. I knew it. I fucking knew it. God damn it. Uh, yeah. What, what about Remy? What what is she like? Like just like, how long have you guys been friends? Can you tell me like what, what is she? What are some of the things that she likes. Um, I, <laughs> he, like your dad's obviously confused. Um, he goes, I don't know what any woman likes: flowers and chocolate. That's why you're the king, Dad. That's why we're the king, son. He goes. Uh, make sure to be home if you're out and about before the streetlights come on. Sure. Uh, and with that, uh, he heads to work. Jamal, what would you like to do today, bud? Well, I'm definitely, uh, going candy and flower shopping. Okay, dope. So, you, uh, Jamal go is gonna go ahead and get, uh, ready. Uh, KR and DeSoto, you guys are, uh taking your first bites of breakfast so here's here's the mm. thing uh i love a good monte cristo but i know and acknowledge that phony uh of the two of us in our relationship is by by far the more knowledgeable about about uh cookery and food in general so phony why don't you take the listener through not only what a monte cristo is but what a special and extra delicious monte cristo I mean, might be like on what what kind of person like a lot of people swear by disneyland's uh monte cristo which i fucking hate um but a monte cristo was essentially mm. the mickey cristo uh, monte cristo was essentially a cross between a ham and cheese sandwich and a french toast so it's multiple mm. layered stacked you've got mm. you've got an egg batter and then you've got ham sometimes turkey uh, a white cheese a provolone a swiss sometimes cheese, bacon something no mm. no <laughs> no bacon <laughs> Why would you I mean, have bacon cheese, on a Cheesecake Christmas? Factory would disagree, but go yeah, on. Cheesecake Factory go has on to bastardize pretty much everything that they do. Um, Except for that mango cheesecake. So, Hands down, so, one of the best. Uh, uh, and then it's served with a raspberry preserve uh, and powdered sugar. Uh, extra special one, maybe it's deep fried like a carnival, uh, like the people at Disneyland do. Maybe there's bacon on it. Maybe that's the special special reason for it. Uh, maybe they use a nice brioche bun instead of just typical white bread. Uh, that is up to mm. whatever, whoever decides in their mind what this special mm. Monte Cristo looks like. In fact, uh, fair enough. Yeah. So it's it's the most delicious sandwich the listener can yeah. imagine. Brioche bun with a side of bacon with some raspberry jelly on there. Uh, nice. It, it's, it's good stuff, uh, depending on how you're feeling. Uh, your mom starts kind of telling you guys, um, uh, listen, uh, guys, they, they had canceled school today. Um, there was this a, a terrible thing that happened last night that I can't get into. Um, but, um, what I can say is a couple of your teachers, um, sadly passed away. Uh, but we can't really get into those details so today is just kind of a it's a morning day for the the students for you guys um i want to give mr soto a look like stop bullshitting us mm -hmm. 
And then, and then I'm going to yeah, say... Yeah, Maman. KR, uh, roll me a charm after you say your thing. Uh, so I'm going to say, listen, we, we, we know what's happening in this town. We just dealt with something horrible a few weeks ago. Please don't, mm-hmm. don't pretend like we don't understand what's happening. Sure. Uh, roll us, uh, roll me a seven in your charm. I rolled an eight. Dope. Um, she goes, uh, listen, I'm not trying to talk to you guys like your children. I'm just relaying the basic information. Um, and as we had previously discussed, um, or at least Marshal Redwood had informed you, we want you guys not to be necessarily in the middle of all this. Um, there's not exactly a direct danger out, uh, towards you specifically but uh this is another random uh potential murder we're still gathering all the information we got eyewitnesses seeing it um i will say this uh if you either one of you see mr erickson today you call me immediately you do not approach him do you understand me yeah good good to know okay we okay great um uh so Today's your guys' day. It's, as always, just be cautious. Be aware. Uh, you know, don't let anything get the jump on you. Can do. So, uh, I had been unsure about how to proceed with this conversation, but since I have the both of you here, it seems like an, a, a most opportune time to do so. Um, KR, your parents seem to be in possession of, uh, shall we say, arms equal to the task set before them uh, during the events uh, earlier, to, to which we will not go into overzen- overzealous description. Um, I think you can understand that I worry about my mother, uh, who is, of course, a badass. Language. Who is, of course, un posterior de mal. Thank you. But... Uh, has only conventional arms and defenses available to her against a threat which I think we can agree exceeds the limits of the protection those might offer her. Do you think that your parents would be willing to share what they know, what they have, in order to offer her some protection against so what we know is know, out there? Nigel and Casey. Mm-hmm. Is Remy DeSoto from the town? Um... We've been dancing around this for almost you, 20 you, episodes you now. That you, um, you moved back here, so you haven't lived in this town forever. Right. Uh, Actually, uh, this could be a question you could ask in character if okay. you want. But then I'm going that to might be this. a good way to... So I, you know, I, I look at you. Yeah, go for it. And I look at... like I don't know everything that's going on, but I do know that that whatever my parents used that night is more than likely tied to whatever thing gave me that book... Like, like everything is tied into, are you a child of this town? Or are you not a child of this town? Um, so DeSoto, I mean, KR, KR looks at you both uh, and frowns and said, have you guys always lived here? So, uh, having, having only a child's understanding of his own family's history, uh, a weird moment we all hit as mm. we grow up. Um, DeSoto kind of stumbles and says, So my understanding is that, Maman, uh, you are from here, right? And you moved 
to New Orleans uh, after after high school, and that's where you met Papa. And then the two of you moved back here for his work or something, something like that. Is that about? Is that is that right? Yeah, uh, your grandmother uh, was originally from out here. Um, same with your grandfather. Right. And uh, I didn't start out living out here. They had moved, and then I had lived out here for a small duration of time. Yes. Uh, so we're back out here because uh, it's uh, it's my family's. Uh, house this is my mother's house and uh this is a nice uh beginning for all of us so so we have roots here have roots here but you're you specifically are not a child of spencer's folly uh, i wasn't no i was not born out here my mother was so we have lineage in this town yes i'm, I'm racking my brain i say honestly i if i if i had the, the opportunity if my parents had the opportunity we would definitely provide you support. Um, there are uh, forces beyond our control in this matter. Um, you need to bring mm. it up with either the Bobs or the PTA. They will provide you protection if you need to. But I don't necessarily know if, if being a child of this town means you're born in this town or if being a child of this town means that you have family roots in this town. My entire family has lived here my entire life. My uncle works in the sheriff's station. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, all I have Wait, really? Known, Who's your uncle? I, you're going to have to find out. Uh, your mom kind of laughs. Um, My mom, do you know his uncle? What the hell? Sorry, go on. You've met him before. Anyway, uh... So, uh, like, like my entire family's lived here. Like, like everything we've done uh, has been with people who've always lived here. Like, like mm. you're one of the only like families people that I'm close with that that I I don't have their roots traced back since the founding. Uh, um, Remy, uh, Remy kind of holds up her hand and she goes, um, "I understand, uh, and I, I appreciate where you're coming from." Uh, and my son just wants to make sure that I'm safe. So, uh, I do thank you. And I, I can very much talk to, uh, either the, the Bobs or, you know, anyone else that might inquire and have that further yeah, information. I'll, I'll talk needed. to my parents and see what they can do. But, um, thank you, Kaya. I, I appreciate that. Um, the, the house of DeSoto owes you one. Mamma, was, was Papa a Bob? It's never really occurred to me to ask before. Uh, your your father was a lot of things, but um, I don't. Yeah, is his father from? Mm. Is your father from Spencer's Folly, Casey? No, no. Uh, he is from Espana. I, I was about to say uh, he's a, he's a lot of things, but he's definitely not a boss. Oh, okay. Uh, and she goes. Uh, it was nice seeing you boys. I I have to get to bed. Um. No, of course. Thank you for breakfast, Memo. You're very welcome, sweetheart. Uh, you you two enjoy your day. Uh, so with that, we're gonna cut back over to Jamal. Uh, Jamal, where did you want to go to purchase your flowers and chocolates? God damn it! <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's a good question. I don't have my list of shops. Um, I guess where any other '80s teen would go, the mall. Going to the mall. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's about, I'd say nine o'clock. It's like right before it's about to open. Uh, but, uh, they have it to where you can enter the mall. Um, and actually, uh, Jamal, if you could roll me a brains of six. Eight. Yeah, eight. Nice. Um, this is really impressive, actually. Um, you, you're noticing, um, you've never been in a mall quite like this. It's, uh, it's actually has two stories to it. Uh, there's a few escalators, um, and you're just noticing, um, a lot of old women in track suits, just kind of power walking around. Wow. How did our town afford this? This is, there's so many old women too, in track suits. I wonder if they would know what kind of flowers Remy would want. Nah, I think I should just go with my gut. Would you like to kind of go ahead, talk to one of the ladies, or go upstairs? I just kind of like say hi as they pass by. Um, go ahead and give me a do? charm of 17. Oh boy. Dang. Oh boy. Oh. 18. Wow. Hot damn. Uh, it's, uh, it's two older white women and, uh, they kind of giggle and they go, uh, much better now, young man. What are you doing on this fine evening? Well, <laughs> hoping to make some other lady giggle like I just did for you. Uh, she giggles more. Can you go ahead and roll me a brains of nine out of your ten? Fuck me. Uh, that will be ten, so I will explode. Ooh. Well done. Uh, so, sixteen. Um, you you go in when you, you say that statement, uh, and they both kind of, like, touch you on the, on the arms and smile. Uh, but you notice, um... There's kind of a weird, almost like a sheen over their eyes. Like, you can't tell if they're blind or if, like, it was just an angle of the light. Um, I say, whoa, can I get a hug goodbye? And as, as a hug, I know it's not, there's no COVID. I could hug people. Sure. (laughs) And as, as, uh... If they go for the hug, I try to look in their eyes before I kind of turn my cheek. Dope. Uh, I need you to roll me a charm of 18. Sheesh. Oh, dear God. Well, that was a one. Oh. Um. Ha <laughs> As you go in for a hug, uh, both women, like, scream, uh, and they scratch your arms. Ow! I was just trying to be friendly. And and they say, never in all my years, and then they, like, power walk away from you. Well, I'm sure that's not ominous (laughs) at all. And I, uh, I can, I power walk to the nearest, uh, flower shop. Okay, yeah. Um, as uh, you're just kind of wa- wandering around, you're noticing like a lot of the shops are like you see the employees like kind of getting ready to start, but the lights aren't necessarily on. Um, 
And there's actually like a center kiosk with a lot of uh, fake flowers kind of hanging out of it. Um, I go up to the kiosk and mm. I am 15-ish. Probably have no idea what fake flowers are. That's okay. Uh, can you go ahead and roll me a brains of 8 out of your 10? Oof. Uh, 7. I do have a crunchy point. That's okay. Well, it's up to you. No, uh, my, if you want to, I'll save my crunchy point. Okay, cool. And I will give you oh, another. Oh, so crunchy my point. mother's uh, not worth a crunchy point. No, she's not worth an. <laughs> I see. I see. Good to know. <laughs> there's a. There's an older guy. Like he seems like he's in his thirties or something like that. Um, and he's just <laughs> kind of like, hey, yeah. He's all like, uh, hey, how's it going? Uh, what can I help you with today? Oh, oh, hi, Mister Older Guy. I'm just checking out these flowers. They look amazing. And I take, like, this big whiff of them, only to smell nothing. Yeah. Um, um As you do that, he starts uh, spraying a perfume. <laughs> he goes, he's like, uh, lilac on lilac. They won't even know the difference. Oh, man, that smells amazing. Wait, difference of what? And Oh, uh, these are the most realistic, uh, plastic flowers that you could find, uh, this side of the Alaska Nadia border. They're fake flower. Oh man. Thank you for telling me. I would not have known that these were fake. Wow. They look amazing. Yeah. No. Um, um, I, I, they make a really great gift because most flowers, you know, they just kind of die within like a week or so. And like this shows that like, you know, you truly are thinking of somebody and they will always have that moment of those flowers that is brilliant do you think a um a very buxom beauty would enjoy something like this um the guy kind of laughs he goes ah love is it huh oh you know how it is yeah i know how it is i've been around the block or two um listen uh i can get you a deal on this okay um I can get you two dozen roses uh, with this perfume. Ten bucks. Hot diggity dog. You got yourself a deal. Yeah. Um, He's like, wonderful. Uh, and uh, you know what? Uh, I always recommend chocolates. Women love chocolate. That's what we know for sure. So Wait. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't recommend it from this cart. But if you go a little bit further into the mall, man, there is uh, some really good uh, sweet treats at Sweet Treats. Do you sell fake chocolates? Ah, uh, <laughs> I sell an arrangement of different things, but uh, fake chocolates isn't in that category. Ooh. Well, I mean, I, I know people that have, you know, the secret menu. So I'm curious, what's on your secret? And I put secret in quotation marks. What's on your secret menu? I don't know. That kind of sounds like cop talk, if you ask me. <laughs> hey, man. I'm not one to get, like, hung up with the law. Hey, man, I'm no narc, okay? Look, I'm not in, like, I don't know, pull my shirt down, no wire. You could pat me down. Okay. Uh, Jamal, I need you to roll me a charm of ten. Fifteen. Awesome. He kind of grins. And he goes, <sighs> Alright, you seem like a good dude. Uh, let's go ahead and finish this transaction. Um, so he kind of like reaches his hand out for the money. I look around and I 
slight for some reason I slightly slide him the money, even though this is, this is the legitimate part of the transaction. Um, <laughs> actually, surprisingly, so um, he does such a sleight of hand that it catches you off guard how fast uh your money's out of your hand and in his. But uh, before you could really think about it, um, he's already had uh got the flowers uh wrapped up nicely in your hand with the perfume and he goes uh, he's like listen man any friend of reggie always gets the hookup i just want you to know that okay fucking reggie reggie right yeah reggie that's what i'm talking about yeah he's like i i he's like i kind of dabble uh i'm a bit of an entrepreneur uh so if you need some if you need some actual stuff uh i'm your guy for sure and um he gave you two uh, cards. He goes, uh, one for your special lady, and one's my contact info. If you, you know, you need to get a party going. My man. And then I give him the '80s dap, you know, the up, down, and then fist bump. Oh, and he's uh, he's matching you uh, every uh, every part of the way. Like you guys are marrying each other. It's a trip. All right. Well, thank you. I'm a little creeped out by how fast mm. you did this. The people in this town are really, really fast. Um, but I'm going to go get my chocolates. Hey, I'll tell you this, man. Moosewood Falls means excellence. Every store in this place is going to give you the best of the best. You just got to go in and say hi. Will do. All right, man. You enjoy your sweet treats. And I, I, I go to the next shop, the chocolate shop, and I... If there's anyone there, I say hi. Um, uh, actually, um, you kind of you get over to Sweet Treats and you see that uh, it's still closed, but the person like looks up and holds up their finger, saying "One minute." Um, but I also need you to roll me a brains of five. Five. Dope. Um, you actually. Uh, you see that there's a puddle um, next door that you stepped in. Uh, the puddle leads into the closed doors of Whiskers and Tails. Um, we're going to cut back over to KR and DeSoto. Uh, gents, how would you and where would you like to start your day at? I want to talk to Ashley. Okay. Um, so I need you to roll me a brains, KR. Of 15 to see if you know where Ashley lives. Or do I know her phone number? Or, do, yeah, that could work too. I rolled a... What did I need to roll? 15. I rolled a 10. I'm going to use two crunchy points to re-roll. Okay, cool. I rolled an 18. Dope. Um, actually, uh, because Ashley is such a perfectionist, um, she has given you her information, like, uh, but, uh, she's written it repeated amounts of times on your hand, like her number, but she's written down her address, uh, with your stuff at home. Okay. So I know her number, but I don't know her address off the top of your head. No, but you do know her number off the top of your head, just cause you can kind of like, you, you can feel it being can like I, drawn into I, your uh, hand. Ask uh, DeSoto, can I can I borrow your phone for a second? Hmm. Oh, of course. 
He's uh, standing at the at the sink doing the dishes, wearing a frilly apron. Uh, yeah, just Yonda. So I call Ashley. So uh, it's kind of ringing for a bit, uh, and then you hear a very gruff, "Hello." Uh, what's Ashley's last name? I don't remember. <laughs> Can that please be her last name? Davidson. Uh, I don't remember. Davidson. Oh, I say, uh, 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 hello, Mr. Davidson. This is Kit. Um, I'm the uh, editor of the school newspaper. Uh, I have some... Oh, KR! Here, sir. I'm doing all right. Yourself? I'm great. Uh, is Ashley around? I have some important things I need to talk to her about uh, tomorrow's issue. Yeah, she's 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 probably coming back from uh, her 5 a.m. laps or whatever. So uh, uh, let me check. Um, there's a kind of momentary pause. Uh, and then you hear uh, the voice go, hello? Ashley? Oh my god, KR. Hi, how are you? Are, are you okay? Uh, I I haven't seen you in like a month. It's been a wild, wild ride. You're I, telling I me. notes. Is everything okay? There's a, there's a pause. And she goes, not really. No. Um, honestly, I think I'm a little over my head with everything that's been happening. And... I, I don't know. I, I could I could really use your your help and your and your and your expertise. I I don't mean to like drag you into something, but like this is this is getting really I out of hand. Promise you, you're not going to be dragging me into anything. We have today off. Is there any way you can meet me at Moosewood Falls uh, so we can talk about this? Um, yeah, no, yeah, I I I I could head over there. That's that's fine. Say like forty five minutes, something like that. I'm at DeSoto's right now. Uh, I'll uh, head over there afterwards. Hi, Ashley. Um, she kind of goes, "Hi." Um, okay, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll meet you guys over there. I, I, I got to make a few calls, okay. and then I'll, I'll, I'll head see over you there. Uh, there's a click. So Ashley doesn't seem like she's doing very well. Um. I think she might be tied up with whatever's going on with Ken right now. Uh, that's just my first mm. guess. Uh, she's going to meet us at the mall in like an hour if we want to okay. go over there. Okay. Should we see if Jamal wants to meet us there too? Knowing Jamal, he's at the mall trying to buy shit for your... God, I... Okay. Did... Mm. Okay, so, mm, all right. Well, as long as it's nice. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, Remy DeSoto is her own woman, and she doesn't need her son to filter suitors for her. <laughs> so it's, it's, I've decided that DeSoto is not okay with it, but he has also accepted his role in this scenario. It's fine. <laughs> what you need to be not okay with is when Jamal is a minor, and your mom could get... In serious trouble for this, if if something actually yeah. comes of it. She's a cop. It, well, yeah, and well, all of these all of these supposed situations deny Remy her agency. So I think we could probably rely on a cop rebuffing the advances Listen, of a seventeen year old jock. One would hope. You should also. Listen, man. You should also make sure to put potential. 
potentially abusive men in their place when necessary. So if you see a guy doing something he shouldn't be doing, even if you want to give a woman her agency, you need to tell Jamal to stop with this shit. It's creepy and and making everybody in the group uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Listen, man, I chose charisma as my as my highest stat for a reason. Right. You didn't choose the charm life. The charm life chose uh-huh. you. <laughs> Delightful. Okay. Uh, so you guys uh, get ready. You're going to uh, have DeSoto yeah. ride on the back of your bike again? Actually. Actually. Oh. Actually. Mm-hmm. I'll navigate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nigel. Uh, KR has, yeah. has uh, been researching extensively into uh, the case of Adi and and Kit Russell uh, and their disappearance. I'm so excited. Uh, I, I know as a fact that Kit Russell left his 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 bike at the uh, foot of the uh, Plutonic Timber. Is it possible that uh, KR could have stumbled upon the bike and brought it to his house at some point in time? Um, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna have you roll for that. So you got to roll me a twenty. And not uh, overall. You got to roll me a twenty and see how well you do. All right. Well, what if I told you I rolled a sixteen? I will say, um, upon your research, um, you are aware of kind of vague location of where they entered in through. So you have an idea of where that bike could possibly be, but also. You don't have it currently, but um, you know of where to go. I just to wanted an easier way it. to have me be able to drag DeSoto around than having him with a broken mm-hmm. leg on my bike pegs. No, I get that, he, and it's more. He's got um like a busted leg. It's not broken. He just got it cut. There's no bones yeah. breaking. It's stitched up. He just I can't like move limp. too quickly. But I will yeah. say this. Jubilee DeSoto is a cane. slight young man. He's got the metabolism of a colibri. So, no, he won't He won't weigh you down. So, yeah, I drag him along with my bike like the rest of him. I would like to say, well, before we leave the house, I uh, I take uh, Grandpère D'Augustine's um, cane, which I had broken in my attempt mm-hmm. to discover whether or not it was a sword cane, um, and I hide it away in my room uh, with the intention of fixing it later because, God damn it, I am not going to be responsible for the destruction of another family heirloom. Um, and while I'm there in my room, because we have established that DeSoto is the, like, piece of shit 80s drug dealer who would have basically an entire Spencer's Gifts in his room if he can get away with mm. it, up to and including an iguana named Elvis. Um <laughs> Nigel, what would I have to do to convince you that DeSoto would have lifted at some point an actual sword cane from the evidence lockup at the Spencer's Folly Police Department? Um, a lot. Because, uh, I'd, I'd say this, you have an assortment of various goods and, uh, things to sell, but, like, not necessarily uh, weaponry. Nigel, can, can I offer... Okay, uh, not even for 20 crunchy points... Make him give Ooh. up all of his crunchy Anthony, points for it. All of them. <laughs> I was going to say, everyone I got, man. I don't recommend that per se, <laughs> but you know what? Um, 
excuse me, is this is this is this show called Good Choices? That's fair. That's fair. Um, you know what? Bravo. Uh, yeah, I will say actually, as it were, um, that's actually a something. That's a payment that you got through Reggie. Ooh. So yes. Yeah. Your, your, uh, I will, I will collect your, your 20 crunchy points for cool. you to, you can take and, them. And I will let you, uh, in fact, uh, if you're buying your, uh, your cane sword here, I will let you even, uh, describe the detail of it. Okay. So it's this really lovely, uh, like dark hardwood, like almost kind of a rosewood, like, mm. um, I'm going to post a picture of the walking stick I have in real life because that's the kind of wood I want. Um, it's like that, and it's not like one of those shitty ones that you would actually get from like a Spencer's, which is just like, you know, black matte metal. Mm. It's, uh, it's got some nice carving and engraving on there, and it's got the kind of head that's, um, you know, it's got like a bar that leans, that, that goes into a curly bit at the end, so you can really get a good grip on it. It is gorgeous. And inside, it's not like one of those things where you open it and like a little dagger comes out is like a foot long. No, no. This thing is super fucking illegal. Mm-hmm. You open this and you pull it out of the scabbard and three feet of cold steel, three feet is probably an exaggeration. I don't know how much, like, how much it would have to be to be too tall to be an actual cane, but mm-hmm. like a solid sword length. Of like actual uh. sprung steel is in there, and it is just a thing of beauty. Now uh, he's going to turn to Kr and say, "So here's the thing. I know you and I both have a flexible relationship with the law, right? Yeah. Okay. This thing right here, this is not like oh, this kid sold fifteen bucks worth of weed to his friends. This thing is super." fucking illegal this thing is get my mom fired if anybody finds out i have it illegal so this is a last resort uh and i am trusting you with this knowledge as a bond of friendship and reliability actually uh if we're in canada uh cane swords are legal (laughs) if we're in alaska i love that you know that i'm looking it up right now (laughs) oh that's fair I think California is like one of the only places that it's illegal to have one. Mm-hmm. Really? Hmm. Yeah, because I think I wanted to buy one when we were in Arizona and we stopped at that really cool knife shop. I remember that. Uh, yeah, and and uh, Alaska does not restrict the possession or carry of knives by persons twenty one or older. Which he's underage. Which I'm definitely not. So it's yeah. it's, it's, it's super. So anyway, but yeah, this is. This is a weapon of last resort. I am not counting on needing this, but it's better to have it and not need it. So just like, yeah, sure. I have I... guns that I'm not afraid to shoot. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we, live in, we live in the Alaskan Indian wilderness. I don't know what you would expect a normal mm. student to not have. Kr, I think you may be cooler than I gave you credit for. Yeah, I run the fucking newspaper, dude. And we do the super cool. The super cool dap sequence, an identical one that, that, mm. that Jamal was doing with Reggie. Because Reggie and I have the same one. Brilliant. Uh, I, because we've already established that, like, you guys have two different views on this friendship. Uh, mm-hmm. DeSoto, I need you to roll me a charm of 18 to see how well you do on your handshake dap thing. 
Okie dokes. Uh-oh. I am bereft of crunchy points. Here's what I want to happen. Let's see. Let's see if you do it if you if you fail first. Now, let's see. Fortuna, spin me high upon your wheel. Right, well, that's what we call a five in the numbers business. Uh, what did mm-hmm. you need to roll? Well, congratulations. You got yourself some crunchies. Okay. An 18. <laughs> so here's what I want to happen. Here's what I want to happen. Uh, Go for uh, it. So he's trying mm-hmm. to do a really cool handshake. I slip him money because that's what I think he's trying to get me to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's every and time he's trying so to do like a handshake like that with me, I know. Oh, we're exchanging goods and services. He's not even paying attention to the transaction that's happening, but it's like muscle memory that with when he's with Desoto and that happens, that's right. There's a transaction being happened, and uh, both <laughs> you guys are completely happy. You both have succeeded in what you both wanted in that moment. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, my friend just wants to give me some money. I I trusted him. He gave me money. It's fine. <laughs> um. So I'll say this. Uh, are you guys ready to be outside? Yeah. So uh, you're gearing up uh, to ride on the back of the bike. Um, I need you both to roll me a brains of ten. Okay, Let's see here. That is a one. Mm. That is also a one. And so the rebuilding of my crunchy point stockpile begins. Um, <laughs> brilliant. Um, yeah. you guys go to take off, um, only to crash. Um, <laughs> I hate everything. You're, um, you guys are so confused. And you're stumbling around because uh, there is a um, there's something large and cold where you guys land. Um, You realize there is a dead headless goat in your driveway. Oh, my. When you look up, there are uh, three people across the street and they just point at you. I I point to his garage. This was not going to bode well for us. Uh, well, incidents of decapitation aside, uh, is there, is there, like, are they, did they scatter after that, or are they, like, sticking around to make fun of us? Um, they bellow out, uh, sinner, murderer, uh, and they call you a whore. I apologize, <laughs> oh my. But... And uh we're gonna we're gonna cut back over uh to Jamal. That is me. Um Yeah. Jamal uh Welcome back to Jamal the Mall. The Sweet Treats has just opened up. Um there's a twenty something year old uh uh female in there. She's very friendly. Um and she she uh gives you a sampler of a but- butterscotch chocolate square that they have there thank you is there always a puddle here in the middle of the mall um uh uh she seems a bit perturbed uh and she goes i'll I'll call um i'll I'll get the janitor over there you don't have to worry about that but uh uh thank you for letting me know i will put something over there so nobody slips on that Uh, thanks for asking my question Uh, she 
Yeah. Um, so she actually, uh, like, she goes into the back room and pulls out an orange coin, uh, cone and puts it actually right where uh, the puddle is at. Do you own this storefront as well? Uh, sweet treats? No, I'm just an employee here. No, 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 no. Uh, the the I, next I've, door. I've like hmm? the tails and whiskers. Oh, whiskers and tails. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's uh, that's Miss Whiskers and Mister Tails that owns Whiskers they're, and Tails next door. That's actual that's the uh, Tails and Whiskers. Yeah, they're they're pretty nice people actually. They like did this whole mission thing to like save like abandoned pets and like they give them their forever homes. It's really nice over there actually. So why is there water coming from it? I mean, they got all sorts of animals. It could just be, you know, a leaky fish tank or something. I don't know. <laughs> I want to roll a, uh, I guess, brains for perception. Uh, Jamal, I need you to roll me a four for brains. Okay, I rolled a five. Yeah, uh, you could tell uh, she's just being genuine. Just She's being as honest as most people are with people. All right, I believe you, and I popped the chocolate in my mouth. Oh my god, this is amazing! I want ten boxes of these. Um, she brightens up, uh, and she goes, uh, she's like, actually, if you get an eleventh one, you'll get the twelfth one free. I don't believe you because mm-hmm. I was joking. Um, appreciate the offer. I'll just take one box. Okay, but once you have that box, you're gonna come back. Um, Hopefully, I I I I don't mean to be presumptuous. I'm sorry. I'm 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 doing what upselling. <laughs> no worries, no worries. <laughs> As she's uh, uh, ringing me up, I kind of like lean on the counter, and I like mm-hmm. look in her eyes. So, do you like these kinds of chocolates? Uh, go ahead, roll me a charm of fifteen, Jamal. Oh, that's a three. God, when I fell, I fell hard. How much was a it? Three. Okay. Um, she's giggling. Uh, and she turns around and she sees that you have scratches up and down your arms, <clears throat> and she tenses up. Oh, oh, those? Yeah, some old lady scratched me. I don't know why. It was weird. Just like, just walking, and she just scratched me for no apparent reason. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> um, she goes. Oh wow, yeah, you, I, you, like how that happens all the time. Yeah, they could be pretty uh, feral <laughs> over here. Um, um, she kind of uh, she quickly bags up your chocolate and throws a receipt in there and just kind of like puts it on the counter in front of you. Uh, uh come back for a sweet treat. Uh, after you're done with that sweet treat. At sweet treats, uh, we treat you sweetly. <laughs> All right. I well, I see I failed miserably in this interaction. So I will bid you adieu, and uh, you will probably never see me again because I am too embarrassed. And I walk out. <laughs> okay, I gotta call the janitor now. Um, Jamal, uh, I need you to roll me a brains of two. A nine. Dope. 
Nice. Um, so Jamal, you're distracted with her and you kind of like kick the cone a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you're standing in front of whiskers and tails and, uh, it's actually, uh, you, there's like a plexiglass door that they have up. It's kind of unique, but when you peer in there, there are hundreds of reflective eyes staring out at you. 